0: On today's episode, we will be talking about ways to match your strengths to your audience's struggles to create impact for your customers. Shayla Charlize is today's guest, so stick around. This episode is brought to you by Video Marketing for Creators, my very own course where I show you how to put together a plan and a strategy that will help you share your message and give you the confidence you need to show up on video and press record. Visit focusandbloomstudios.com learn video to get started. That's Studios dot com slash learn video. Hola, creators! I'm Justine Bocaneira, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here, I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. Joining me today is Shayla Charlise. Shayla is a brand strategist and she helps coaches discover what makes their brand stand out so they can attract more dream clients into their group programs. Shayla, welcome to the Focus and Bloom podcast. How are you? I'm doing really great today. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm excited for this conversation. Thank you for taking the time to join me on the podcast. So before we dive into talking about branding, can you tell our audience, a little bit about what you who you are what
1: you do what got you started into brand strategy so uh, like you said i'm shayla i go by shayla charlise online and what really got me into brand strategy is i used to be a graphic designer and i used to design logos for people and part of my logo design process included a little bit of strategy And the more clients I had doing, you know, graphic design clients, it was so much fun to do that part. And that's the part that they really had lots of clarity on. And once they had their logo, then they knew what to do after it. It wasn't just a pretty picture. What made me really want to hone in on brand strategy is people, they know how to make things pretty for the most part and make things look nice. But having the substance behind the look and then the confidence in what they do and who they are and what their strengths are to put all of that out online over and over again is really what makes you know it makes me feel great on the inside because you can have the most beautiful images to put on Instagram, you can make the most beautiful Canva graphics as possible. But if you don't have that confidence in what you do, then it's never gonna, it's never gonna see the light of day. And so that's really what made me want to focus on brand strategy and to really help people use their strengths and put themselves out there to make the impact that they want to make.
0: You've touched in a key point, keyword there, and that is substance and confidence. When it comes to branding, there's there's so much more that, that comes into play. More than just a logo design, more than your brand photography session. There's there's that strategy that that's behind it, so that that can help you be get that confidence that you that you need, and then you know show up consistently and 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 with a very strong message. So those are very good keywords when it comes to branding. It's just that substance that's behind what you're you're showcasing and what you're talking about. So whether we are starting a business. Adding on a service, pivoting, which was, I think, the keyword of last year. (laughs) Pivot. (laughs) What are some steps to consider to help us get a clear idea? Um, just get clear with our brand so that uh, we can highlight the value that we offer and expertise that we have, that we have to offer with our client to our clients.
1: So. The key thing that I do with my clients is I have them get really clear on their brand personality. And your brand personality in in today's world, if you're not running a a corporation and you're just putting out your personal brand, is your personality. It's all the different ways you show up in your brand. And most people think of it, you know, they get stuck on the positioning statement. But what really helps is if you know like all the different ways you show up. I do this exercise called Alter Egos. And it's identifying the different alter egos of your personality. So if each part of your personality was its own person, what kind of expertise does that person have? What kind of core values does that person have? What kind of advice do they always give? And this is important because it highlights the deeper messages that you have as a person and the deeper beliefs that you have in a way that not only speaks to business, but speaks to life. And if you are really clear on those pieces of your brand personality, it helps you pivot really easily because you can apply your specific secret sauce, your personality to anything you do. One of my my most recent clients, she's a brand photographer, and one of her personality types is Martha Stewart, and she loves to host and she loves to make things organized and comfortable for people. So no matter what she does, it you know, if she is a speaker, or if she decides that she wants to open a product shop, that piece of hosting and making people feel welcome can apply to anything that she does. So if you know that you might be pivoting, or if you're in the middle of a pivot, if you have your brand personality down, then you can really do anything that you want.
0: I, I like that that visualization of your exercise because like thinking about that warm, welcoming type of personality that likes to entertain, that likes to host activities. You know, it's the same way what you can re- really translate that into welcoming, greeting a client, whether that is to a, an in-person store or even online. It's, it's all really about that client experience. And that really helps adding a lot of value, especially when it comes to high ticket items, because, you know, you, the client is expecting, especially for a high ticket type of price mm-hmm. uh, or packages, offer services, the client is expecting above and beyond, definitely, because it's an, a high investment. So uh, little things like that actually really make a huge difference and make the client feel extra special when it comes to interacting with you and your brand.
1: Yeah, I love, you know mirroring that onto your customer experience because like you said that really is one of the key parts to making people feel like they are they've made a great investment in their business and they chose the right person and just having that piece you know like makes all the difference and I'm glad you pointed that that out
0: Yeah, it definitely does. So, okay. You, um, I like to, before I prepare for my podcast, I always like to check out my guest's website and just see what, you know, what things you talk about so that we can then expand that on, on the interview. So one of the things that you talk about is repeatable brand messages. So what is this and and how can you give us some some light on how we can identify what that message is?
1: Yeah. So repeatable brand messages are messages that you want to be known for and messages that either entertain inspire or educate your ideal customers. And you can have up to 20, up to 30 repeatable brand messages. And these come from the your brand personality, just like I was talking about before. They come from the actual struggles and pain points that your ideal customers have. And it also comes from your driving force behind your brand. So if you're thinking about your driving force behind your brand, why did you get into business? What made you choose specifically this business? And what made you to specifically those clients, if you have a message that explains each part, that might show up in different ways. So one of the reasons why I got into business, why I have chosen brand strategy, like I said before, is I want people to have the confidence to show up as they are. And I can take that particular message, even though it's really short, it's kind of vague, but I can take that message and I can use it to inspire different types of content. I could use it to inspire uh, a freebie, a blog post, a YouTube video. I can connect with people who have that same ethos to their brand. And it just really makes people know like, oh, Shayla is the brand strategist who really helps me have the confidence to be me out loud online. So and I'm I'm saying it in a bunch of different ways. I say it, you know, in mindset messages. I say it in Like in my content, I will start off with a brand strategy tip and I will circle it right around to all you have to do is show up as you are. And those repeatable messages, when you take them from all the different parts of your brand, help you become known for what you do. And it shows people that like there's substance to you. And you're not here just to make money. You're here to make an impact. And when you believe in these bigger things than what your brand is, something bigger for your customers, they'll flock to you because, you know, for me, people hire me because. They're like, okay, I have this dream and I have I want to do this, but I have, you know, things in my past that I'm not proud of, or things in my past that I don't want to acknowledge, or parts of my personality that I'm afraid to show. But they they come to me because they want to not only attract customers, but they want to really be who they are. They don't want to put on a a fake face. They just want to be them. And if you can find those pieces of your brand that you can keep repeating in different ways, it'll just help people really get to know you, that you know, the trifecta of the know, like, trust. They know you for this message. They like you because your message has substance and they trust you because you're consistently helping them with this one thing.
0: That's that's beautiful and very much very accurate because people buy from people. People don't buy from robots. And (laughs) in a world where, you know, in a in a moment where a lot of markets are very much saturated, you the best way that you can stand out is really by being you. That's it. And I, I like that you mentioned that, you know, it's not just about the money it's really about creating an impact and it's it's like a ripple effect like you are helping other entrepreneurs and those entrepreneurs are helping other entrepreneurs and so on and so forth so there's there's like this ripple effect this this continuum where we continue we keep on helping others just by accepting who we are and showing up as we are and showcasing our secret sauce and then you know that's just it keeps on going
1: (laughs) and so I mentioned before when we were talking before we scheduled the interview is that I have a special place in my heart for photographers. Specifically, I, as a part of getting my degree in graphic design, I had to take a number of photography courses and like I appreciate the way photographers are taking these like really technical things that I learned and, and like creating a a beautiful composition. Like I learned about those things, but I love how each photographer approaches, like takes those tools and uses them different. I have a lot of photographer friends now and I just love seeing like one will be all about capturing the little moments of love between two people. And it's like she does family photographers or family photography weddings. She does just, you know, couples. And it's just like the little moment she's capturing. And I love that. And I have another photographer friend and she just makes people look fierce. Like she just like helps you look fierce. And like, yeah, they're doing the same things. They're capturing the light. They're creating, you know, beautiful compositions or they're making your eye highlight on a specific part, but they're doing it in completely different ways. And I just really love that. And I, I just love it when they can actually say that in words where they like can put all that information out in words and be like man I just want to capture this moment for my 10-year anniversary I know I'm gonna hire this person I want I know I want to feel like a badass so I know I'm gonna hire this person absolutely I oh that's
0: so sweet I have a special sweet spot for graphic designers because I also have a degree in graphic design so it's like <laughs> um, it's just you know I love how everything can is is connected and, and how you're taking the picture but thinking of something else, something, you know, what's going to happen next with this photo with however it's going to be used as part of a design. And then how it's just you're creating each person is creating something and then you're putting together pieces. It's just so fun to just think about that creative process.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It really is. I really enjoy just like seeing how people put different things together.
0: Absolutely. I like that you mentioned you, you made a, a point on, on like, you have a lot of photographer friends and one is uh, like a uh, captures love, love stories. And the other one is helping other people be look and feel empowered and, and awesome. And, you know, it's being able to be that person that your client is, you know, thinking of whenever they need something, photos or a design design or brand new brand strategy and knowing that you are that person that they think of not just for a first time but even for like a repeated situation that is just like really that says a lot with about your personality and the way that you approach building your business but also interactive with your clients and that just makes the process really special i recently had a couple um had a two return clients from several past years and some of them have hired me repeatedly for a couple of things and one of them recently hired me for her wedding and it's it's like very special that to be able to be a part of that moment and to help others in whatever that way might look like but it's it's just very special how we can create an impact um, with what we do with our secret sauce <laughs>
1: yeah it's, it's a really beautiful thing
0: it absolutely is it absolutely is okay so we are talking about personality so when building a business your pers- personality goes hand in hand which you just mentioned uh so what are some ideas outside of like the welcoming which we sort of dived, in, dived hmm. into a little little bit ago, but what are some ideas on how entrepreneurs can incorporate and sprinkle that secret sauce into their client experience to showcase their their personality?
1: I love this question because I want to challenge people to think about the parts of their personality that they might hide or that they might think is a flaw. One of the key parts of my brand personality is that I'm nosy and I used to think I used to be very ashamed of the fact that I was nosy. And but I can't help it. Like, I'm the kind of person where if two people are having a real, like, interesting conversation, I'm not only listening to them, but I'm just like staring at them with my, my, my mouth open, just <laughs> engaged, and so I used to be so ashamed at this. But when I really thought about the the concept of nosiness and the way it shows up in my brand, is that I am completely invested in my client's story. Like I'm invested. I want to know all the nitty gritty details. I want to know, you know, their whole journey, like all the different parts of them. And I ask the important questions because I generally have that curiosity and I want to know. And this is one of those parts of my brand personality that no matter what job I choose is going to show up and I'm going to use it to figure out things. I'm going to use it to put things in order and form a story and make things interesting no matter what. So I challenge people to, you know, tell me about something, a part of their personality that they like to hide and or a part of their personality that they think is boring. So something that you think is boring that you do all the time or you watch on TV all the time or you research. There's a reason why you love it. And there's a reason why you're drawn to it because those skills and those talents are a part of you. And if you can hone those things that you think are boring, that's the things that really make you stand out because you think that they're because you think they're boring. That means there's other people out there who have that as a weakness or have never thought things thought about it and the way you think about it. And it really helps you stand out because you're talking about the things and you're doing the things that make you you, that make you a real living, breathing person. And when you're trying to figure out your personality, like be real with yourself. Like you do get to choose what you put out and out into the world. But the more you accept who you are, the exciting and sexy parts and the boring and not so sexy parts, and you acknowledge that they're all really part of you and give each part a space in your brand, it makes you this whole person. And like you said at the beginning, people hire people. And if you can be a people, <laughs> then <laughs> yeah. it really it really makes it easier for someone to hire you because they know that you're in it just as much as they are.
0: I like that. I like how you're talking about like a shift in, in your person in, in a, an aspect of your personality and of something you think is not necessarily good or like you felt a shame and then how you transform that into something that's actually really valuable for a client experience because clients want you know people like to talk <laughs> so it's like you being very invested in them that really you know it sets you apart as a brand strategist but also you know that's something that all of us as entrepreneurs can benefit from because you know that that only shows that we really care about our audience. We we really care about their pain point problems and how we can really provide a service for them and help them uh, with that particular struggle. So that's just again going back to that that experience and giving that value that goes past that you know whatever it is that you're offering in a package. It's just really that experience. Yeah. By now you've heard that video is a key tool to help connect, grow, and scale your business. If you're unsure of where to start, you'll want to check out video marketing for creators. In this course, you'll learn the technical side of how to produce professional-looking videos with minimal gear while learning how to put together a plan and a strategy that will help you share your message and give you the confidence you need to show up on video and press record. Visit focusandbloomstudios.com slash learn video to get started. That's focusandbloomstudios.com slash Now let's get back to the show.
1: One of the things that I love, I would love to point out, um, is that the questions that you laid out to be a part of this interview were just very well thought out. And you mentioned at the beginning that you went and looked at things that I put out. You looked at my website and like, I bet that when you, you know, take photos of people that you probably do the same thing. You like get all of this background information. Like you're not somebody who's into that surface level. You're like really trying to create something special each time you do it. And I just think that, you know, other people might not do it, but you might think it's like, of course, (laughs) of course, I'm going to look into the person. Of course, I'm going to provide this, you know, interview that really helps people. Of course, I'm going to look into my client's background and see what special things that I can capture for them. And I might say, like, probably not everybody does that. But you might think that, (laughs) of course, like, why? Why wouldn't I? But, you know, those little things like that are definitely things that you can highlight. Like this is what I do when I this is what I do when I find a new guest. This is what I do when I assign a new client. Like this is all the things I want to know about them, and this is how I use that information. Like I just really challenge people, like to question the things that they think are are normal or not exciting, because that is really the where the value is. Yeah, that's that's
0: uh, thank you, and and yes, that's right. Question: Don't assume, uh, don't assume that things that people do the things that you do the same way that you know you do them. <laughs> Um, uh, because we're all different. <laughs> yes, so it's important to be curious, to really be in, uh, engaged, authentically engaged in the conversation and really wanting to help your, your client solve that pain point pinpoint problem. Okay, so Charlie, so for entrepreneurs who are starting out and maybe not, and are maybe not quite ready to hire a brand strategist like yourself, what are some things that they um, should keep in mind or things to avoid as they're whether that is redesigning their brand from scratch or redesigning it because they're pivoting or redesigning it because they're shifting uh, or adding a new product. Like what are some tips or things to keep in mind?
1: One of the things to keep in mind is that you're always trying to help somebody solve a problem. And part of the reason why your brand exists is to help them solve a problem. And the clearer you can get on the problem that you're trying to solve for your ideal client, And any related struggles that they might have to that problem, the easier it is for you to create content that really speaks to them and that is really designed to help them along their journey. You don't have to make these really um, well, something to avoid is that you don't have to make these really detailed, ideal customer avatar profiles if you're just starting out or if you're pivoting. If you get clear on that problem or struggle that you're solving and keeping your eyes and ears open. You can start to fill in all those gaps. You don't need to know them right at the beginning. You just keep getting, you keep adding information as you get it, but really focus on the problem that your brand is solving. And, you know, like I said before, repeat it. <laughs> Um, I know that my, a lot of my customers, they struggle with confidence and they struggle with not knowing what kind of content to put out. And the more I can talk to that and the more different ways that I can help them solve those two problems, the easier it is for me to build my brand. You like you don't have to recreate the wheel every time. Speaking of that, that's something to avoid. Don't try and recreate the wheel every time. Yes. So that's a great um, Yeah, that's a great yeah. one. <laughs> so if you like if you hone in on something and you get a lot of great feedback on either your service or you know, something you create or sell or even content, don't be afraid to repeat it. Don't be afraid to re-promote it. If you're doing all the things, if you're doing all the the business things right, your audience will be growing. More people will be coming in and the new people haven't heard it yet. The new people haven't seen it yet. Most of the time, your whole audience hasn't even seen it yet. Keep putting it out, you know, don't feel afraid to repeat yourself because that is That really is the point is to repeat yourself to make sure as many people out there can hear what you have to say and that each new person coming in gets the same messages.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think remember people don't worry about reinventing the wheel. That's just too much. Think about those those key what you your brand is helping solve, and you know just reinforce that because, like you just mentioned, not a hundred percent of your audience is going to listen to your content, and not that they don't want to necessarily. It's just that the how things work on social media, yeah. <laughs> how things work online. There's that reality. Yes, you can blame it on the algorithm, <laughs> but really, it's important to be consistent, and it's consistency in showing up consistency in your message. And don't worry about trying to reinvent the wheel. And also one thing that you really pointed out is especially if for those of you who are starting out in a uh, building your their business, or even starting in the process of pivoting, you don't have to have everything 100% figured out, because that is what a lot of people feel they need to do. And then that prevents them from actually doing things. So you'll learn as you go. If you know that you have this, this, feeling, this need to help others. And however that way, however that might look like, you know, figure out what is it that you want to help with, and then go from there, use that as the starting point so that you can continue moving forward and not just like holding yourself
1: back. Yeah, we don't need to hold ourselves back. We need to push ourselves forward. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. And, you know, business entrepreneurship is messy. <laughs> so, but I think that's also part of the beauty of it. It's just like it's a, it's a challenge, but it's a fun challenge that it should help us move forward, not hold us back. So what, Charlize, what are your, as we're wrapping up the, the interview, can you share with us what are your top three must have tools or apps so that you can continue rocking and running your business? Okay,
1: so my actually my number one top app is the voice memos on your phone. If you have an iPhone, they're called voice memos. If you don't, I'm not sure what the Android version is, but I'm sure you can, you know, download some There's sort There's an of app for that. that yeah record your voice and when you have an idea even if it's just like the smallest idea and you don't know at all how it's related just talk into the voice memos and record the idea or record the thought and every week or you know every two weeks sit down and listen to those because you'll find that you'll say things in a certain way that are really would really be an epiphany to somebody else you'll come up with different ways to explain what you do or you might even be able to hone in on the real impact results you get from somebody because you'll be subconsciously repeating that over and over again in your voice memos, but you won't realize that until you listen to a couple in a row. So definitely that's a the very voice cool memos. tip. Yeah. That's a very cool tip. Yeah, because you're gonna be you're gonna be you because you know you're the only person that's listening. <laughs> That's true <laughs> so th- this is a lot of capturing. Um, <laughs> my next tool is any transcription software I use a app they, theres like a desktop or a web app version called scribby scribie.com and there's many out there but this particular one only costs 10 cents per minute and if you don't want to listen to your voice memos you can have them um, transcribed but any video you make, any live you make. If you're a guest on a podcast, take that, take those recordings and upload them to be transcribed. That way you, it makes it so much easier for you to use those repeatable brand messages that you're saying over and over again and repurpose them into a different type of content. Cause you know, like we said before, the way the social media works, chances are people yep. haven't seen it yet or heard it yet, or they need to hear it again. I love that. My last favorite app is, you know, it's Canva. Even though I have a graphic design background and I held on to the creative suite as long as possible, Canva just makes it so much easier for you to choose your brand colors, choose your fonts, and create a couple designs in Canva that you can just resize, (laughs) resize to Instagram stories. Like if you create like, Four or five templates for yourself or buy them and then resize them to different things you need and adjust them to make them look, you know, look nice. Then when you sit down to create content, just put it in your template, download it, post it, and move on. Like Canva, I know there's a lot of templates, but if you just create your core couple of templates that you use over and over and over again, it's the easiest way to give everything a nice look because you decided on the look ahead of time. Um, I this love is Canva, yeah, yeah. This is not an app um, or tool, but especially for photographers, I know. Just how much easier it was for me to be me online when I had brand photos done and I got to see me the way I wanted to see me, the way I wanted to be online. And seeing myself as who I am every time I put out content reinforces what I'm here to do, reinforces my own confidence and my own self-worth. So, you know, it's important for your clients to have photos. Don't forget to step in front of the camera yourself. Yes. Because, you know, we want to see you and you need to see you like you need to see how strong you are, how beautiful you are, how awesome you are at what you do. Like you need to see that just as much as your clients need to see that.
0: Absolutely. I love this. The, these are really great tools and, and applications that you use for your business. And definitely I'll be including all of this uh, notes, these notes on today's show notes. Charlize, is there any freebie or how can people that you have to share with people or how can people connect with you on social media?
1: I love connecting on Instagram. You can send me a DM. If you want to see my best free content, I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's my same handle, Shayla Charlize. You can find me there and that's where I put my best content um, all in one place. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see that content, but it'll just be in pieces because I repurpose a lot. But definitely head to my YouTube channel if you want the best free content I have to offer. I do have a freebie. It is my badass brand roadmap. And I I break down the 10 steps that I go through with every VIP high ticket client I have so you can go through the steps yourself. I give you an overview of all the steps and I also give you guiding questions each you know, each part of the way. So at the end, you have more clarity on your brand, more clarity on your strategy and how you should show up. It's worth going through the whole thing because it helps you communicate your brand in a way that your clients will be sold on you before they even hear what you have to offer. And you can get that at com slash roadmap.
0: Beautiful. Shayla, thank you so, so very much for joining me on today's episode. Everybody, you can check out today's show notes at focusandbloomstudios.com slash show notes. So you- You can download the the link, get the links, download the freebie and check out today's uh, the specs for today's show. Sheila, again, thank you so very much. And everybody, thank, thank you so very much for tuning in. And I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com
1: and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.